back to Let's Get Haunted with your hosts, Matt Strawn and Allie. Welcome back, guys, to episode 70 and a half, listener stories number eight. Yeah, listener stories number eight. Whoa, we've done eight of these now. The hits keep coming. They really do. The, uh, what's that song that we sing karaoke to? Yeah, they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Natalia and I once did karaoke before the pandemic. Uh, and that's all we sang. Yeah, we did. Over and over and over again. It was All Star by Smash Mouth. And when we got to the part where it was like, the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't, and we just kept going and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. And everyone was like, Everyone was very over it, but yeah. also drunk. So it took them a couple <laughs> minutes to realize that we had not sung any more of the song. The song had not advanced at all. It was worth it. It was worth it. And as you guys know, unless you're new to this show, this is the episode where every 10 episodes we read your spooky stories that you write into us about. If you have a spooky story that you'd like us to read on a future listener story episode, you can email us at letsgethauntedpod at gmail.com. That's letsgethauntedpod at gmail.com. We do not own letsgethaunted at gmail.com. So if you've been sending emails to us um, there, we have not gotten them. Yeah, and I don't know who has it. If you have it and you're listening to this podcast trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, <laughs> please email us at letsgethauntedpod at gmail.com from letsgethaunted at gmail.com and and let's see if we can uh, just help you out there. Maybe we can negotiate something where we like give you $20 worth of Chuck E. Cheese tokens right. and you give us that email address. Yeah. Or maybe we'll publish your listener story. I'm sure they have a listener story, which is At people won't point. stop yeah. sending me haunted <laughs> messages to my email. Yeah, absolutely. But why'd you pick that name? I want to know. I was also thinking, too, I was like, did we accidentally sign up for that and then forget about it and then made this other email account? Oh, gosh. I hope not. I hope not. But there's no guarantee. It does sound like something sound we might like do. something we would do. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say. I know. <laughs> Now I'm thinking after we finish this episode, I should go through all of my like keychain stored passwords yeah, and, and see, see if there's see if you can log in. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll update you guys if this whole time we've had both. But um, I would love to shout out our donors right now. And as you guys may know, if you've listened to a couple of past episodes, Natalia is super close mm -hmm. to giving birth. Mm -hmm. And so we are recording all of our May episodes in advance. That way we can have some time off. So if you don't hear your name, that's what's happened. We have not forgotten you. These are just donors that have donated in the month of April. Right. And you, your donation will be read off in a future episode, just maybe not this one. Mm -hmm. So I would like to thank Rebecca H., Mr. E., Danny T., Gabrielle, Lily, Omar M., Chrissy D., Haley A., Bree, Alyssa S., Alec and Joey, Sarah, Elena B., Sydney B., Kathleen G., Zach G., Haley U., Amber H., Alyssa C, Kathleen O, Ruby V, Samantha P, Naya E, Garrett B, Gina G, Emily W, Jillian M, and Kathleen G again. And I would like to thank Jillian M, Garrett B, Louis W, Martha S, Abby L, Brielle S, Zoe S, Martha S, Jonathan M, Sarah B, 
Haley U, Rachel G, Kat C, Kelly M, and Kinsley M. Thank you guys so much for donating to us. And I noticed that some of you guys donate to both Alyssa and I. I don't know if it's that's the same person. You guys just have the same first name and first initial of your last name is the same. But Whoever you vote, uh, no, not vote. Whoever you, <laughs> whoever you, we're running for president, right? Twenty twenty four. Whoever you send your donation to, it doesn't matter because we split it anyway. So you can save yourself the work of uh, sending to both of us, unless you just like that. Unless you want to just be noticed on both yeah, and hear your name that's twice. That's totally fine. That's valid. I completely understand that. Uh, but as Natalia said, your donations keep this podcast running. Also, we do have merch for sale at letsgethaunted.com. And if you buy merch, that also keeps the show going. So if you're the kind of person that wants something tangible for your money, which I understand, Mm -hmm. then go head over to our website. We have a couple of items there. I think we just ran out of the long sleeve shirts I saw. We sold our last one. But we do still have a couple hoodies, um, some phone holders, which are the off-brand pop sockets. And we also have enamel pins. Yeah, and I just wanted to say that these past few episodes um, Alyssa and I have done, we've done it in a recording studio, Mm -hmm. and it's actually been really, really nice because- So much easier. Yeah, it's the quality is better. I can see Alyssa. She can see me. It's just so much easier, but it does cost money to do this. It sure does. Yeah, it's like what? Like 100 bucks an hour? 75. 75. So what's that? For one month's worth of episodes, it costs us $600. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So um, I really like this. I would, <laughs> I prefer to keep doing this. Uh, but yeah, we if you guys like these and they're worth it to you, then maybe throw us some change. That would be very, yeah. very helpful. And we promise to continue to bring you the best content that no don't make promises we can't keep we promise to bring you content consistently consistently whether or not it's good (laughs) i really cannot say but we we try we're never gonna try to give you a shitty episode right right sometimes i do i feel like well no that's called (laughs) the shit post episodes i feel like you definitely have your fanboys and fangirls that like the shit post episodes (laughs) so i would say those are still good yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you guys for donating, for listening, for sharing, for tweeting at us, for following us on any of our socials. If you're not already following us, go ahead and give us a follow. And I'm going to shout out my personal Instagram, at caminals. If you guys could follow me, that would make me feel really great because <laughs> I have lost like almost a 1,000 followers since I started posting photos of myself pregnant, and that's like really rude, I got to say. <laughs> like, what's up with that? Hey, good riddance. Uh, <laughs> my personal Instagram is at t. T-H-E-A-L-T-E-R-R-Y at the A-L Terry. I have not posted in over a year, but if you want to be the first to see whatever I decide to post after a year of dormancy, yeah. get on there. Yeah. Nudes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> post the nude. Yeah. Post a haunted nude. Yes. Uh, that A haunted nude is just an x-ray. I'm not sure if you are aware of that, but it would be a picture of my skeleton. I'm open to that. If you guys would like me to post an x-ray, I've broken so many bones in my life. Yeah. I'm sure I could ask my mom and be like, do you still have an x-ray from sixth grade when I snapped my arm in half and she would probably be like "Uh uh-huh yes yeah that's what everyone wants to see your naked arm yeah well (laughs) hey that's a haunted nude as far as i'm concerned love that for you and if you'd like to follow us together we are at let's get haunted on instagram 
and on Twitter. And we also have a subreddit, which is r slash let's get haunted. We also have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash let's get haunted. What's our Facebook page like? Have you never looked at it? No, I think Facebook is super haunted. I like never go on Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, you've got to look at it because, you know, we've got, uh, I think, 2,200 followers on there what yeah do they talk on it yeah the facebook's popping there's also a facebook fan group which i am not a member of it's a private group um (laughs) so because i don't want people to know what my facebook page is because it's like my real facebook page with embarrassing photos of me in high school on it right so if you want to join that i don't know what goes on in there but it's probably pretty spicy so you can guys can go ahead and find that we also have a fan discord apparently and i did not know this Fan Discord invites expire after a week. Oh. So that that Discord in link that I've had on our link tree has been expired for like a year. Oh, well. Well, the, still, the people are one step closer. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> one step closer. Uh, if, you're, if you ever need an invite, I've seen people posting on our subreddit before, and somebody that's very nice and helpful will always respond to you with a link to our fan Discord. What other social media do we have? We have a YouTube page. Yeah, yeah, guys, our YouTube is great. We have two vlogs <laughs> on there. But the the more the more energy that goes to the YouTube, the more energy I will put into it. And so, um, yeah, if you guys go in there and start blowing it up with comments and shit, then maybe Alyssa and I will do a vlog. Because now we're getting to the point in this pandemic where we're face-to-face right now in a recording studio. There's no reason we couldn't go do a vlog. That's very true. I am fully vaccinated and fully haunted. So yeah. I think it's time. Yeah, Don't you guys want to see me strap my newborn to my back and us <laughs> go on a haunted adventure? <laughs> I really am looking forward to, once Enzo is born... Him telling you a bunch of haunted shit about his past life oh. and just being able to use that for content. What if his past life was just your son from another life? Holy shit. And he was like, yeah, Auntie Alyssa and I, oh my God. we were in a bog 4,000 <laughs> years ago. I would be a bog person. So I would absolutely <laughs> believe that if he said that. You guys, what what do you want to see? What content would you like to see from us in the future? I feel like I haven't asked you guys that in a while. Do you want more vlogs? Do you mm-hmm. want us to shut the fuck up? Do you want longer intros? you want shorter intros? Oh, here's one. Here's something that I've been meaning to ask Alyssa, but I'll ask her live on air. Uh-oh. So the studio that we're at, technically, we could also put the cameras on and make our podcast <sighs> and audio video we could. We podcast. Could. Maybe we should try it for our last episode where I'm like super pregnant and then how funny would that be to just have like out in the world existing like me and you doing a podcast? You know, it's a possibility, you guys. It's an extra 25 an hour if we want to do that. <laughs> so if that's something you want, you you might have to make a donation. But I just realized this episode is going up the second week of May. Right. So you won't be able to. But if you're hearing this, here's what normally happens is whenever we want to do something, I just put it on my credit card and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure... At some point, we will get enough donations to cover this with the interest. Yeah. So that's probably what I'll do if you guys are listening to this. Fucking throw some cash our way on Kofi, which you can donate to by going to letsgethaunted.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a giant button that says donate. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to our Kofi page, and you can make a donation. They have a couple options on there. You can do a recurring donation, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Patreon, where just every month 
you have like five bucks or 10 bucks that gets sent to us automatically, or you can do a one-time donation, whatever your heart desires. So to recap, if you want to send us a story, <laughs> you send it to letsgethauntedpod at gmail.com. If you want to donate, fucking rewind. Like Correct. we're not going through all that shit. <laughs> also, should we make more vlogs or let us know what other content you would like to see? Correct. And finally, would you want to see perhaps live video with this podcast <laughs> for some reason? Let us know. But also maybe whatever you say might not be taken into consideration because <laughs> we're recording all of these in advance. So I guess you'll know if we ended up filming something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll find out. Well, Natalia, do you have any personal hauntings that you would like to regale us with this fine evening? I don't know. I kind of want to talk about my birth plan. Yeah, I do like... it. I know you haven't talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, well, because I felt like I'm going to get shamed. Okay, Why? Because so, I'm so you guys, I'm doing a home water birth and this is like 1800s technology. <laughs> Even more, actually. This is like what? Like since the beginning of time, this is how people had children. Well, I think it depends culture to culture there because some people I know give birth standing up which makes sense because right. gravity but like still pushes it out some people do water births yeah. yeah yeah um well i would say the majority of people at least in the country that we live in which is north america go to a that's hospital a, that's a continent but our country oh. is the united states okay well on the <laughs> continent that we live in wait you're telling me north america isn't a country no huh you think you can just go to canada and live there Oh, I forgot about the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I know. We always forget about the Canadians. Yeah. But we never forget about Mexico because really quick before you go into your birth plan, I just want to shout out our Latin American listeners. You guys are single-handedly keeping us in the top 100 of Mexico on iTunes, top 100 podcasts of Argentina on iTunes, and top 100 podcasts of Ecuador on iTunes. So wow. I just want to give you guys a shout out because yeah. you are giving us listens. Mm-hmm. And that's an accolade right there. I feel right. like if I was pitching us to someone, which I never do, <laughs> I would be like, did you know yeah. that we're in the top 100 on iTunes in the following countries? That's amazing. That is amazing. So shout out Mexico. Shout out Ecuador. Shout out Argentina. You guys are the shit. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I know North America is a continent or whatever. You have to understand that I'm 39 weeks pregnant. Okay. <laughs> And if you don't understand what that means, that means that I could give birth any second here. And one of the things that happens when you're pregnant is you get this thing called pregnancy brain. It's true. It's, it's like a brain real. fog. Yeah. You don't really understand what's going on. I'm very confused. But <laughs> the point the point is, is that I'm giving birth in my house in like this inflatable tub. And you might be asking yourself, why would you want to do that when there are epidurals available in modern medicine? And the truth is like... I, I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> There's not going to be something that it makes sense to the majority of people. But I'm excited to do it. And yeah. I'm, I'm like really yeah. looking forward to it. And every day that goes by, I'm like, oh, I'm one more step closer to having this uh, like water birth in my fucking living room. Yeah, it's going to be sick. How fucking cool is that? Like it just literally my dogs are going to be there looking at me while I'm giving birth to a child. Like that is going to blow their mind. It, they're not going to know what's going on. Do you think they can even comprehend 
that. No. In fact, <laughs> I think that Archer, Natalia, if you guys don't know, Natalia has a husky named Archer. I feel like if Archer sees you in pain, he's just going to bite your midwife. So maybe that's a bad <laughs> idea and you should put him in a room. I, th- I Yeah. You guys comment what you think is going to happen to um, my dogs when they see me giving birth. I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe they're going to get it, but maybe they won't. Yeah. Animals have like this animalistic thing about them. Isn't that the whole point? They're animals. Yeah. So maybe they'll understand what you're going through. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. But that's my that is my personal haunting is that I have chosen to do this. What I would consider very haunted. <laughs> I think definitely birth. haunted. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I just realized is pretty cool is that every episode this month. So you guys are listening to this in May is kind of a time capsule of your life before. So you're going to give birth. Mm -hmm. And then you can listen to all four episodes that come out in May and be like, wow, that's what it was like before. Mm. And then you're like, look at how beautiful my life has become and how much everything has changed and how giving birth with no anesthesia and no (laughs) painkillers has really given me a new lease on life. Transformative pain. Yes. That's what I talk about. There's two types of pain transformative pain and the other kind of pain (laughs) (laughs) transformative pain is like when you're working out like when you're doing a plank and you're like this sucks but you know that every plank you do is gonna make you a little stronger so that the rest of your life is gonna suck a little bit less that's very true because you got a little bit stronger that's how i feel about flossing my teeth in the moment (laughs) in the moment it's such a pain in the ass right your gums Bleed, bleed sometimes yeah but you know what then you go to the dentist and when they ask you have you been flossing your teeth you don't have to lie you I'm... can just be like you know what yes i have i'm gonna be honest i haven't been to the dentist in like 10 years what <laughs> <laughs> what i feel like my teeth are white and they look straight and it's good i don't what was a dentist gonna do for me you know what keep on doing you because <laughs> no one can tell you what's right or wrong <laughs> however i go every six months what do they do? Clean your teeth? They clean your teeth and they reprimand you for lying about flossing when oh, clearly yeah. you have not been flossing. Right. But I do continue to lie. My favorite thing about going to the dentist is that I get to lie about so many things. Oh, wow. How's your life going? Really great. <laughs> <laughs> have you been flossing? Every night. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know my teeth are not supposed to bleed every time I floss. Correct. But yeah. At this point, it's like, whatever. Yeah. You know what? It's part of life. <laughs> Because I choose to be on like 1800s medical technology. Okay, so that reminded me. I I know I've already said this on a past episode, but there was one of our listeners that was tweeting at someone who said, hey, what's this podcast and what's it all about? Like somebody explain it to me. Our podcast? Yeah. And somebody had responded saying, it's basically a podcast if society had never progressed past the 1800s. (laughs) Like just think of every like crazy bat shit like ghost story you've ever heard and this podcast is going into it assuming it's real like not having the skeptic uh opinions and i thought that yeah. is such a beautiful way to describe us yeah i can actually think of nothing more succinct right that is beautiful we do we really allow ourselves to just you know have the experience of not being modern people no and I you know what that's what I love most about taking an hour 
sorry, I burped you guys, and taking an hour <laughs> or three out of every week to come on here, talk about crazy shit yeah. that's going on in the world or that went on in the world in the past, and being able to have that childlike sense of wonder right. and that mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief that you get when you watch a movie, mm-hmm. that's how I feel every yeah. week that we're in here, and I love it. I don't want to be a skeptic. Yeah, I don't want to be a skeptic and, either. And that's why I hated the QAnon episode. It's a love-hate <laughs> relationship. I know. Because you know that that is like 100% bullshit, but it was so interesting at the same time. But I think that, okay, so I think this is a revelation. Part of really being someone who's not a skeptic means you take something seriously enough that you research it, right? Like you find out this new conspiracy theory and you're not just like, okay, like I'll take it for face value. You're like, okay, I really want to believe this. So I need to look into this to see if it's real or not. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. Which is what we did with the QAnon episode. And our conclusion was that it's not real, but it's fucking wild. It is. Holy shit. That shit is wild. I can't believe... Man, if you haven't listened to it yet, there's no time to explain. Just go back to whatever episode that was, 42, I think, and give it a listen because mm-hmm. that that shit was wild. It was wild. Super yeah. wild. I think about it all the time, I actually. I think about it too much. Also, we just got off of a Zoom call with a listener, so I just wanted to shout her out. Shout out to Jana. She just interviewed us for her thesis or her final project, I think it is. She's a journalism major in the UK. Mm-hmm. And just wanted to give you a shout out because that was quite a delight talking to a listener. We we just we just love you guys is what yeah, we we've do. realized. And that sounds cheesy, but also it's a fact because we get emotional and sometimes cry, which is embarrassing. So don't <laughs> this tell This is anyone. all we have, guys. <laughs> this is fucking all we have. If you take this away from me, I will officially just be an HR person, which is an exciting job. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. I found a meth lab, but <laughs> I need something else. This is, yeah, this this is truly a delight. And we have some fan mail yes, from you guys. Yes, we do. Which always is a delight. And um, this is like the first time in a long time that I have been in person with Alyssa. So I'm actually going to get to open some as well instead of just like watching her open things on camera and Natalia always gets mad at me when I unbox things because she uses scissors like someone who wants to die (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it (laughs) well sometimes you guys put a lot of tape around your boxes if you guys would like to send us a letter or package you can do so by sending us something at P.O. Box 1658, Camarillo, California, 93011. Now, you might be saying, why is it that you record in Los Angeles, but your P.O. Box is in Camarillo? And the answer to that is none of your business. But (laughs) but also, it's off the 101, and it's very convenient for me. And Natalia has just opened the first package. Alyssa gave me packages. Like, I can't not open them. Okay, I just opened this. It says... Dear Nat and Allie, my name is Jonah Hosky. Oh, that's who just interviewed us. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jonah. Yeah. I am from New Mexico, but I currently live in Flagstaff, Arizona. Nope, that is not the same person. (laughs) Sorry, Jonah. (laughs) I've listened to Let's Get Haunted for a while now. And remember my first episode was the Travis Walton alien abduction. My older sister recommended your podcast and we laughed so hard about the aliens being afraid that they pissed off the human and were scared to interact with it. (laughs) Will you stop laughing? Do I need to start over? No, go ahead. 
Okay. Anyways, now both my sisters and myself still listen and find your podcast to be funny and interesting. Keep up the good work and thanks for not being boring or vanilla. Also, thank you for the merch and LGH sticker. Hence the thank you card. Look forward to more content. Oh, good yay. luck with everything. Jonah Hosky. P.S. The pens reminded me of you two. And I want to say that there's glitter in this. So maybe. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, maybe. Oh, this is cute. Wait, I want to see it. Here, it's a 3D card with a bunch of koi oh, fish on it. Oh, so cute. And it says, thank you. Thank you, Jonah. I love that. How does she spell her name? J-O-H-N-N-A. That's the exact same name. There Can there be two? There can, there can absolutely be two. I just, I jumped the gun on that one, you guys. Well, and then there's pins here. I'm trying to open it. Oh, she, oh, I thought it was just a thank you card. She got us something too? Yeah. Oh, oh thank oh, you. Oh, this is amazing. Look at this pin. Oh, this is super sick. It, <laughs> it's a planchette. Oh, this is so funny. It's a planchette and it says, hey there, demons. It's me, ya boy. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I have a jean jacket that I put all of my pins on, guys, so this is going to be perfect. That is there. very LGH energy, and I just want to say that this quote is from BuzzFeed Unsolved. I have seen this episode. It is so fucking funny. We would love to collab with those guys if they ever feel like collabing with us. Yeah, and she like hand drew oh, some art so on cute. here. This is very cute. I'm going to save Thank this. Thank you, Jonna. Thank you. Okay, I am now going to open a package from Patrick D. in Illinois. All right. He gave us a letter and it says, Dear Nat and Allie, I found this at a used bookstore and immediately thought of both of you. I hope this book is both educational and fun. From Patrick, a.k.a. Ruroni1029. I have absolutely seen your handle in our comments before. And this book is called Everything You Need to Know. About being a witch, Ooh. the complete book of magic and witchcraft. You know what? We need it this. It does look very haunted. Because Natalia and I have discovered through doing this podcast that we really know not much about, <laughs> about <laughs> witchcraft in terms of what you guys know about it. So this is going to be very interesting and educational. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. It, oh, okay. So this one says open for positive hauntings 100% confirmed no cursed chicken feet in here <laughs> <laughs> well now i'm suspicious <laughs> uh oh nat and Allie, hi my name is mel and i am a longtime listener your show never fails to make me laugh or teach me something new really <laughs> so thank you for that <laughs> when nat announced her pregnancy i realized that i had something finally that i could send to the p.o box i run an etsy shop making baby clothes and accessories oh, by so hand cute. i hope that these bring you positive hauntings love mel at made with love by mel b and okay i'm opening it a romper Oh, so oh cute. a romper. This is very cute. Wow. Oh my god, this is adorable. Okay, so it's got like constellations on it. Love it. And it's like little overalls for a baby. It says the romper is zero to three months. Congrats, Nat. And then she also sent a mask for Allie. Allie, you want to open that oh. and look at it? Oh, I'm so excited. I got something. Oh, cute. Oh, this is really cute. That's so this adorable. is a double-sided mask. One side has candy corn and the other side has little ghosts and pumpkins. Oh, love I that. love it. Thank and you so much. And if you want to visit her shop Made with Love by Mel B, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash Made with Love by Mel B, M-E-L-B-E. 
Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. And now I am opening up a package. This is, I think, the final package. Do you have any other ones over there? No. Okay. This one is from Amber O. Amber O. Amber O, you're a celebrity around these parts. Amber I just O saved say, Alyssa's credit score. She did. Amber, gosh, I really can't say thank you <laughs> enough. And actually, Amber, this is jogging my memory before I read the letter that she wrote us. Amber DM'd us on Kofi and she said hey no need to send me any merch I already own all the merch but if you guys want to do a giveaway with one of the enamel pins in my honor that she would be open to that so I just want to say during this episode as we continue on Natalia let's be thinking of what could our next giveaway be oh so amber o wrote this beautiful letter by the way wow your handwriting is so nice and it says is amber o like the most has her shit together person in this earth i'm saying yes amber (laughs) i am not joking when i say you are a celebrity around these parts (laughs) nat and Allie, i've been listening to lgh for a while now but i can't express enough how much company it has kept me during the haunted void of quarantine I make and sell hand-poured soy candles on Etsy that are Zodiac and Element-themed, so I sent you ladies one Leo, Fire, and Gemini, Air, candle to show you my gratitude and how much I enjoy your podcast. I used to also make pocket mirrors and had some leftover product, so I made you both LGH pocket mirrors. (gasps) Please, no need to shout out my Etsy. This is just something to say. Thanks again for creating something so many people enjoy, and thank you for all the laughs, and congratulations, Nat, on her pregnancy. Stay stellar, AMS. P.S. The candles sparkle in glittery waves when lit. What? They sparkle in glittery waves when lit? How is that even possible? I am handing Natalia her candle. Okay, I'm opening up the candle. Amber, I am so fucking in awe. You guys don't know who Amber is. People are so nice. Amber single handedly paid for our entry into the. Shorty Awards. Shorty Awards. Yes. And if, as you guys may remember, we ended up being the only independent podcast that was nominated for a Shorty Award. But in order to even get to the point of being nominated, you have to pay money if you're not part of a network. In order to submit yourself for all of the judges to review, they, get, they got something like 13,000 submissions. And it's kind of, I know... I don't want to say it's a scam because if we win, I will be very happy. But I just feel like this is why we're the only indie podcast that made it through is because who in their right mind would be able to afford that entry fee. So thanks to Amber O, I had put this entry fee on my credit card and she had reimbursed me. And the rest of you guys may remember that you guys did the same thing. We crowdfunded our entry fee to the Webbies. But for the Shorty Awards, I just put it on my credit card. I think we had gotten like $20 extra in donations, 10 or 20 that I had put towards the fee. And then Amber paid the rest. So thank, thank you, you Amber. Amber. And if we win, we are going to be thanking you in our acceptance speech. And if we lose, we are still going to be thanking you, but on the <laughs> podcast instead. Okay, I'm opening Amber's thing. This is adorable. It's a Let's Get Haunted pocket mirror. It like has our logo on one <gasps> side and a mirror on the other oh side. Love that. And the candle is adorable. Oh I'm loving God. this. I can't wait to light this. I know you said not to shout out your store, but can I? Just do it. Okay. It's at Stellar Candle Co. Etsy.com slash shop slash Stellar Candle Co. I will be making a purchase when I get my next paycheck. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. You guys whether you guys send us a, a gift or just a thank you card, we really treasure everything that you guys send us via email or to the P.O. box. It makes this all feel 
so worth it. All right, Natalia, are you ready to start? The reason why all of you are here, right? Listener stories. Now that we've let's do it. Talked for an hour. Okay. okay. This comes to us from Wendy W. Dear Nat and Allie, hey you two. So I actually just began listening to your podcast yesterday, and I'm mildly obsessed. I just finished episode five. I know y'all are way past episode five and might not be interested in the rate contest anymore. But I am I figured you can always skip reading this if you want to. No, nope, so, I'm interested. On the first ray contest, the second I stepped through my front door and into my family living room, there's someone sitting on the couch staring at me. It wasn't someone I had seen before, and everything about them was pale and kind of see-through. I actually Ooh. really wasn't expecting it, and it kind of freaked me out, so I pretended that it wasn't happening. When I went to the second floor to open more of the windows, there was another person there, taller and larger. I couldn't see his face but he was just as pale and mildly see-through as the first guy. At that point, I straight up closed all the windows real fast and pretended it didn't happen. I feel that. With the second test, I easily remembered what I had eaten that night. I was sitting at the dining room table, and I think I was looking from a third-person POV at first because I could see the first guy standing in my kitchen staring down at me. I then remember purposefully trying not to look at him and pretended he wasn't there because I was straight up freaking out at that point. Then it narrowed to first-person POV as I tried to ignore him. The Apple test was a breeze, so that was kind of cool to learn about the right brain and left brain stuff. I wasn't sure what sort of test these would have, but I definitely was surprised to see the people. They were both men that I had never seen before and made me feel pretty uncomfortable, but at the same time, they seemed familiar for some reason. Just to add on to that, I thought you might find it interesting that I definitely live in a haunted house. I am 22 and going through that fun part of my life where I live with my parents for a little bit after college. (laughs) The house we live in is on... The house we live in is the one I grew up in since I was three, and the same house my mother grew up in as a child. Myself, my mom, my brother, and her siblings have all admitted to seeing things in the house that they couldn't explain. There's a whole laundry basket I could dump out for you if you were interested, but I'm not sure how busy you are, and I don't want to make this already long email any longer. Also, something that I feel kind of makes sense with the Ray contest is that all the females on my mother's side of the family, as far back as we can collectively record, have some sort of gift, as my grandma calls it. We can either see ghosts, feel energies, read energies, or some combo of the sort. Since I found this out, which helped explain a lot of that shit that went on in my childhood, I have actually taken an interest in expanding these powers through studying witchcraft. So that's fun and all that. If you want to hear that laundry list of shit that happened in the house, let me know. I actually enjoy telling people because it's cool as well, in my opinion. Great podcast, ladies. Keep it up. Best, Wendy Wingerson. Wendy. Wendy. First of all, if you guys are listening and you don't know what the Ray contest is, there's no time to explain. Go back to episode five and And do do it. it. Second of all, Wendy, you're fucking haunted. Like, yeah. (laughs) uh, The fact that you saw two men in there that you didn't know, like, was... You should be... Men are haunted, first of all. And then, as we know from the Ray contest, if you see somebody that you don't know, Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be like your Raycon is off the fucking charts. Yeah, exactly. So I think your Raycon is all the way up. All the way up. And also, we get a lot of emails where people say, oh, I don't know if you guys want to hear this story or not. You can send multiple emails. There's no rule that says you can only send one email. So definitely, Wendy, if you're still out there and still listening to us, Go ahead and send us that email. This one comes from Megan D. Hi, girls. My name is Megan from the good old Austin, Texas, and I've got some 
haunted history that I'd love to share. Ahem. Number one. There was one night where I was alone in my room that my younger sister and I shared, but she was at a friend's that night. In that room was probably most likely haunted or a spirit. The previous owner's son had died there or nearby, and it was his room. I was dead asleep after a long night of studying for a test, and I started to very clearly hear someone calling my name. (gasps) At first, I thought it was my brother. It's not uncommon for him to prank me in my sleep or just in general. So with my eyes closed, I said, cut it out, James, I'm tired. But still, this voice kept calling my name and telling me to wake up. So I exasperatedly sat up and yelled, what? And no one was in my room. I thought my brother could be pranking me still, but when I went to go check on him in his room, he was passed the fuck out. I still don't know what was calling me to this day, but I remember the following weekend I went to church with a friend. I'm not particularly religious, but her family was, so I tagged along out of respect. And I remember in the preach or prayer or whatever it is that priests do, that one of the verses was something like, if I call upon you, please answer. If you hear your name, please answer. So I don't know if it was Jesus trying to contact me or if it was a huge coincidence, but that was pretty wild. I'll keep it short since this is long, but I'll write another one. I was about five to seven years old at the time and at my grandmother's house. When you enter, there's a long driveway as well as a gate. You manually have to open every time you leave and every time you come in. So every time someone came in or out, they were always put in charge to close and open the gate. As I was closing the gate, a car pulled up. I assumed it was one of my other family members, so I opened the gate, but I didn't recognize the guy in the car. He motioned me to come over. I shook my head and closed the gate as he still beckoned for me. My mother called for me and he instantly drove away, but I still got in trouble for it. I closed the gate and said no to a stranger and I still got time out for it. (laughs) I'm still salty about this, but I thought you would enjoy those stories. I will send more when I have time. By the way, your recent episode, if you're looking for someone to manage social media or look up research, I'd be super interested in doing so. If I need to send a resume or something, let me know. LOL. Much love, Megan. Megan, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, are you communicating with Jesus? I would like to know. Yeah. Or perhaps was it an angel? Why does it have to be Jesus? Why can't it be some sort of angel or spirit? She was saying that because that it's a call upon my name or whatever. I don't know. She just got a vibe that it was Jesus. That's very interesting. (laughs) I'm allowing her to have that vibe. And then second of all, what was this person trying to kidnap you? That seems It sounds like she is a very kidnappable person because she's almost been kidnapped twice. Right. Megan, it's not your fault that you've almost been kidnapped, but I want to know Yeah, are we victim shaming? Yeah, what were you wearing, Megan? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty wild. This next letter comes to us from Hoseas. Hello, I love the show. I've been listening since the beginning. So I found out about this guy recently that I think might be a good subject for an upcoming show. His name is Pazuzu Algarad, the Satanist serial killer. What? Thank you for reading this. Well, Jose, that's fucking scary. (laughs) (laughs) You want to Google it and see what it is? No. Well, maybe. Okay, I'll do that while you read the next one. Okay. This next one comes from Haley G. It might be Hallie G. Hallie G or Haley G. Hi, I love listening to you two, even when you're just chatting. You have such great banter. I've been re-watching Breaking Bad, and so listening to the ritual sacrifice of Mark Kilroy was intense because I felt like I could really picture some of those events. I hope you are not more haunted than normal from that episode. Yeah, that episode was wild, Hallie. 
Also, I'm freaking out. Did you hear about this? And then she puts a link to something. Let me click on that. And then she says, have you listened to the Witch in the Medium podcast? I've learned so much about the history of witchcraft from Mystic Dylan. They're both incredible. I think you might enjoy that one. Dylan talks a lot about not using the term black magic because the history of it has some racist connotations. I think dark magic and light magic are more politically correct. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Hallie, originally haunted from NYC, now much less haunted in Melbourne. Thank you, Hallie. Yeah, thank yes, you, Hallie. we actually have gotten several comments and emails about that terminology, and we are definitely using the terms light and dark magic now. And let me just tell you what the article is that she sent us. Mm-hmm. It's an article from worldnewsdailyreport.com entitled Texas Man Admits Kidnapping 79 People to Anally Probe Them While Disguised as an Alien. Okay, I'm trying not to laugh because that's well, not okay. Well, look at what this guy looks like. We can roast him because he's a rapist. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's scary. I don't want to look at him. He looks like an alien. He looks like by himself. Yeah, he looks very scary. Um, so this guy was arrested by the FBI yesterday, uh, whenever this article went up, but he was arrested by the FBI because apparently he would give people drugs and then dress up as an alien and anally probe them, which that is fucking horrifying. That is horrifying. And he has a total of 79 kidnappings wh- where he did this to people. Oh my God. Why I'm... was this not on the news? I don't, I don't remember know. ever hearing about this. When did this go down? It doesn't say. There's no date on. She sent the email February of 2020. Why? Like, that guy just wants to fuck someone's life up. Because now if, I mean, I don't know the full story, but now they're just going to think that they got, like, kidnapped by aliens and probed. Yeah. Or they, like, finally made peace thinking that they'd been kidnapped by aliens and now through this whole FBI probe have, like, realized that that's not what happened, which is worse. Okay, so I looked up the Pazuzu Algarod case, and this guy looks fucking scary as fuck. He looks like a skinhead. He says, as a self-proclaimed Satanist, oh, he was found dead at 4.20 a.m. in his cell. Blaze it. Yeah. Yeah, well, he seems like a piece of shit, so great for him. All right. <laughs> we'll look into that later. We can't have any of this in our podcast. <laughs> you guys, we're going to have to cut all of this out. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You guys can't send us stuff like this to read live on the air. I don't think you guys realize that we don't read your emails before we read them live <laughs> on the air. So if you send us some weird fucking shit, we're reading it live and we have to react to it live and then when it's a bad situation we have to cut it out later (laughs) all right this one comes from jillian miranda or is it gillian jillian jillian miranda yes says i think one of our ghosts has a things for feet and some other stories Hmm. hi spoopy friends my name is Jillian. It sounds like Jillian. <laughs> Wait, what? She says, my name is Jillian. And then it says, sounds like Jillian. Because you mispronounce it every time you shout her out. So you, she's like you know telling why? you. So there's there's this place that I used to ride horses at. And there was this girl and her name was Jillian. And I was calling her Jillian. But she told me, no, my name is Gillian. Oh. And I was thinking in my head, like, that's a stupid name. No one <laughs> named you that. <laughs> that's not your real name and now every time i see that name i'm just like is that what it really is oh no i think that her parents like didn't understand that you can spell jillian with a g and it's still jillian okay so um, shout out to gillian if you're out there and your name is gillian write us an email 
Right. So my name is Jillian, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. You guys are so funny, and I'm glad I found a podcast that has women who match my weird interests and energy. Listening to the podcast helps me de-stress from all my nursing school work. Okay, so this is a doozy, but please bear with me. The subject line of this email is not clickbait. It also might be really jumbled, and I apologize in advance. I'm a senior in college living in my sorority house haunted i will say (laughs) our house is over 100 years old so obviously it's bound to have some spookies my best friend is also in my sorority but does not live in but she has a thin veil as she calls it so she can see and sense spirits and communicate with them i always ask her to talk to them and stuff but it scares her and i annoy her about it almost daily and ask questions and such so my bad lol She has sensed multiple ghosts in our house. One of a pledge who died in the room across from mine who never got to initiate but really wanted to. So she hangs around to feel included. Oh, my God. She rings our house phone that nobody has the number to from time to time. And during my initiation, she made it ring, which I thought of as a congratulations and a welcome from her. There's another ghost of a maid that used to clean our house who loved the girls. She will cover you with a blanket if you're napping or stroke your hair if you're feeling sick or even help find things that go missing in the house. Both of these ghosts are nice and welcoming presences. I've only ever once seen one ghost and it was in one of our living rooms. She had brown hair tied up in a bun and she was in a long purple dress that looked like something from the 1800s. She was just watching me. I walked into our front door and there is a mirror that if you look into it, you can see one of the couches in the living room. Not really thinking about it, I walked into the house around 11 p.m. and looked into the mirror and saw her sitting on the couch. It didn't even register right away. But once I walked through the doorway and looked at the couch and saw nobody was there, I looked back in the mirror and she was gone. But I know I definitely saw her. I told my friend and she confirmed and said that's a woman who lived on the property before the house was built. Okay, so now for the feet. We used to have a house dad along with our house mom back in the day. Not anymore. And my friend said that one of the old house dad haunts the basement. She doesn't like to go down there, and I think I'm the only girl in the whole house who will go down there at night alone. Oh, my God. It scares me a little bit, but I've never had anything happen in the basement, and my friend said that all the ghosts like me. Yeah, I'm hip with the spirits. So I'm not really worried about it. But my friend has heard growling down there and has seen a black figure down there. And one girl heard a man straight up scream down there. No. Another girl saw some, saw someone walk in one of the hallways and they went to check it out and nobody was there. There's a bathroom down there for whatever reason. We had a rocking chair in there, which was haunted as fuck because I don't need to stare at a creepy basement <laughs> rocking chair as I'm going pee. Why would you ever need a rocking chair in a basement anyway? A girl was in that bathroom and I was in the basement in her kitchen and she came running out of the bathroom screaming and I asked her what happened and she said when she got up to wash her hands, the rocking chair started rocking really hard back and forth like someone was sitting in it. My ghost-seeing friend is afraid of the man in the basement, and she said that the old housekeeper ghost doesn't like him either and keeps him in the basement as best as she can so that he cannot go in the bedrooms upstairs. No. My friend thinks that in this life, the house dad and the housekeeper got into fights because she thinks the house dad was being creepy with the girls in the house. Not confirmed, but that's the vibe my friends get. Why would you have a house dad anyway? I've heard of house mothers, but why would there be a house dad? Not 
It's just so weird. He's actually on the composite outside of my room, and I get weird vibes when I look at his picture. My gifted friend had a dream that she was walking through our house with a man, and he was cutting the bottom of girls' feet as they slept. She asked him why he was doing that, and he said to heal them. She was then looking at some composites and found that the house dad when confirmed that that's who it was in her dream that was the ghost in the basement i lived in the house last year as well and my feet would get touched at night from no. time to time no nope, i'm not, not like grabbed or tugged but like someone put their hand around them my roommate last year said she also had a dream that a man came into our room and poured poison on the floor and said that if we get it on our feet we'll die why the fuck do you live here (laughs) (laughs) girls have also seen men's feet in the bathroom stalls on living floors oh my god and there's no men allowed up there and they open the door and nobody's in there so does this ghost like feet who knows but it's creepy (laughs) af i've also heard disembodied whispers and voices but nothing significant Okay, I forgot to mention that my very first night living in the house last year, I might have accidentally summoned ghosts to my room. Our house doesn't have AC and gets hot as fuck in summer when we moved in. I jokingly said that the ghosts can come hang out in our room because ghosts bring cold air. I told them to show themselves because they wanted to see a ghost. My roommate was not happy, LMAO, and she still gives me shit for it. So with that in mind, I started sleepwalking when I moved into the house and I had never done that before. Okay, this house is cursed. That was what was even weirder was that I would always be naked, which gives me demon vibes. I would go to bed in PJs and I'd wake up naked knowing I probably just slept walk the night before. I once went into a girl's room Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night while I was sleepwalking and just stood at the end of her bed. She asked if I was okay, and I kept saying that I needed her. One girl also found me on the floor below where my room was, staring at a composite. She asked what was wrong, and I pointed to a picture and said, ghost. I have no... I'm getting chills. I have no memory of being naked or doing any of this. My ghosting friend confirmed that the woman I pointed to in the composite had died not too long ago. Spooky. There was also an instance in which I was dead asleep last year, and around five in the morning, it felt like somebody had slammed into the foot of my bed. Like it was so loud that my whole bed shook and I bolted up in bed. I had no idea how my roommate didn't wake up, but nobody else was there. I was freaked the fuck out. But what really scared me was that as soon as I woke up, my ghost sensitive friend texted me asking if I was okay. I told her what happened and she said that she bolted up in the bed at the same time and had this urge to call and make sure I was okay. Act fate chills. My sleep paralysis has also gotten worse living in this house. Girl, what are you doing living in this house? Get out of this house, Jillian. If you are not out of this house already by the time we've read this email off, you need to get out now. The worst I had it was actually just a few weeks ago. I was facing my wall and I woke up knowing I was having an episode, but I could sense something behind me. Then I felt something crawl into bed with me and spoon with me and no. play with my hair. No. I was I'm gonna scream, guys. I was just thinking in my head to ignore it and wake up and almost like it read my mind. It whispered in my ear. <gasps> I know you know I'm here. Don't try to get away from me. What? I'm gonna cry right now. This is so scary. Jillian, are you okay? I then felt it tighten its grip around me and growl and like dig nails or teeth into my neck and hip. Then I woke up. I was really freaked out because I had never had anything physical happen in my sleep paralysis, only audiovisual hallucinations. So that was fucked. 
Okay, last thing I promise. God, I hope so. Otherwise, you're going to need to go to a psychiatric ward. Jillian. As I mentioned, I'm in nursing school, so I go to the hospital to do clinical hours, and people unfortunately die at hospitals. This last August, I was talking to my ghost-seeing friend about ghosts. She was saying how ghosts can follow people, and I jokingly asked if I had a ghost following me. She replied, not anymore, but you did. I was shook. She said that the previous semester, so starting in like January, I had the ghost of an old woman following me. No, that is, we talk about old woman ghosts on this show all the time. There is no scarier ghost than an old woman. She said that the old woman would just be behind me or sit at the foot of my bed and etc. I never saw or sensed it, but she even followed me home for summer. My friend could see her over FaceTime when I'd call her. I remembered that my roommate once came into our room and saw someone sitting on my bed and she thought it was me, but she looked away and the person was gone. I was asleep in my bed during this time. She said she wasn't malicious, but that I had welcoming vibes for this ghost and that I helped her pass on, which I thought was actually cool. My friend thinks she attached herself to me while I was at the hospital and that I most likely had cared for her. I don't remember any of the patients from last semester or if any of them had died because we would only care for them for like a day or two. If I had cared for this person, I thought it was really sweet and it made me feel good and that I made this person comfortable enough in life that she used me to help her pass on. Yeah, that My does make me feel better. said she didn't want to tell me she w- when she was with me because she didn't want to scare me. Okay, I think I've given you guys enough for now, LOL, but I do have more stories if you're interested in hearing them, as well as all the stories from other girls who lived in the house or stories of my ghost-seeing friend being epic with some ghosts. Sorry for the novel, but I hope you've made it this far with at least an entertaining read. Keep up the great work with the podcast. Also, I used to tell my friends that I was cursed because of this weird shit always happens to me, but I know I now identify as being haunted (laughs) thanks to you too. Hell yeah, Jillian. Okay, that is so much stuff. First of all, I want to say that I'm glad you ended on a story that you felt as a positive haunting. Um, I do think that that would be cool to feel like you're you have such an important job, which obviously nursing, Mm -hmm. as we now know, especially since the pandemic is a super important job. So you have the ability to affect people during what I would assume is the worst time of their lives, right? Nobody right. wants to be in a hospital. So that story, the ending story made me feel good that it's not all negative hauntings. And uh, yeah, the other stuff, man, that's girl, crazy. What the fuck? You, you're getting up naked and going and watching people in bed. I would kick you out of my sorority. Like I would be like, <laughs> I don't give a shit what you're haunted. Like we're, we can't be friends. You know, I would be interested to know if you've ever seen a medium before, because at, we've her had friends a medium. Her, well, oh, is that what her she ghost said? Ghost seeing friend. Okay. Well, because I was gonna say maybe you know we've had people write in before who are mediums. We've had people write in before who are haunted. There needs we need to start some sort of like dating app, but it's not for dating. It's like get me unhaunted, where we match right. listeners that can help you like people that need the help that's our charity yeah it's like we help people get unhaunted we turn into a nonprofit. look we're not making that much money anyway (laughs) we turn into a nonprofit, and then that's what we do we do a matchmaking service for ghosts who need hosts and hosts who need to get unhaunted oh so we help people get possessed and then then we unpossess them while we really cornered the market we really did everything you could ever think of jillian that is fucking wild wow Wow. Okay. This next email comes from Jessica B. 
Hey, Allie and Nat. I'm a new listener, and after binging a lot of episodes, I thought I'd share some of my most haunted experiences, especially after the test in episode five with the house. Yeah, uh, haunted. So if you guys don't know, she's referring to the Raycon test from episode five. There's no time to explain. explain. Go listen. She continues. The first time I saw what I think was a spirit is actually one of my earliest memories. I was three or four and I was taking a bath with the door open, zero shame. From my angle, I could see the living room and television as I'm watching cartoons from the tub. I saw this man with a briefcase cross in front of the TV. So real and full body. I started screaming and crying. We lived in an old remote Texas ranch with no neighbors for miles, and I'd never seen this man before. So even to my toddler brain, I knew this was wrong. My mom came to ask why I was screaming, and then he was just gone. I never saw him again. When I was about 13, we moved to a house in southeast Texas that was totally stripped because of damage from Hurricane Ike. So we started rebuilding it. And this house, the energy, it was thick, heavy. It was then when I started having dreams about a two-dimensional woman made completely out of paper mache. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm sorry. I have to pause there. That is very haunted imagery. A two-dimensional woman na- made of paper mache. That. that is insane. She would talk to me in my dreams, but I could never hear what she was saying. I just knew that whatever she was saying was very, very important. Once, I actually started to hear her voice in my dream, and she stopped. She looked at me a moment and then said my name loudly to wake me up. I woke up and couldn't go back to sleep. Around that same time, I woke up in the middle of the night, braced on my elbows, head up with my door open. There was a man, much taller than my dad or brother, leaning into the doorframe and talking to me. He was speaking quietly and I was nodding at what he was saying. I think the nodding is what woke me up. Finally, after a few moments, realizing I'm awake and definitely not dreaming because my arms hurt from the position I was in, I said, what? He stopped for a moment, and then he said in a really low voice, go back to sleep. No. And my dumbass, with zero questions and just wanting to sleep, did. (laughs) I just did it. Only when I woke up for school the next day did I realize I hadn't been dreaming. My arms really hurt. I don't know for how long I'd been listening to him. In the same house after class one day my junior year of high school, I was playing with my dog on the carpet in the living room. I'm down on all fours, we're playing with her toys, really getting into it. I'm home by myself and it's early afternoon. Suddenly, I notice my television start to change apps. We have a smart TV and a voice remote, and it opens Amazon Prime. The voice remote activates and searches the word alone. No. I'm sorry, I just got the chills. What? That's so creepy. I stop, and for some reason, my dog stops playing, too. Neither of us are trying to play with each other anymore. I look for the remote, and it's sitting perfectly on the armrest of the sofa. I look back to the television, and it pulls up some horror movie about a girl stranded on an island being hunted. I called my parents immediately. Luckily, they were both going to arrive home within the hour. I put my dog on a leash and we literally waited for them at the front door. No way I was leaving her inside. I went on a vacation the summer before my sophomore year. We stayed in a historic hotel rumored to be maybe haunted, but there were no stories surrounding the hotel, so I thought nothing of it. My mom and I were looking for a soda machine in this hotel and we walked all around finding nothing. Eventually, we found an older man mopping up the floor with an old mop and bucket, and I was like, 
all right, commitment to the antique vibe. Nice. (laughs) When we asked him about the soda machine, he had no idea what we were talking about. We asked him several times and nothing. He then pointed us to an elevator that would take us to the part of the hotel that hadn't burned down and been replaced. The portion we were staying in had been rebuilt, saying we should try there. Still have no idea what we're talking about. So we traversed to the true historic side in an elevator that was completely mirrored with a floor that was black and white checkerboard marble. When we stepped into the actual historic part, my mom and I instantly felt woozy, like we were on a ship. We kept swaying back and forth, Mm. saying nothing to each other. You know when something's off and everyone just gets quiet? Mm -hmm. That. We eventually find a soda machine and quietly went back to our room. We joked about ghosts and the hotel being haunted, hoping nothing followed us back into the room. We laugh it off. Later that night, as I'm taking a shower, I see so clearly what looks like a shadow of fingers through the white shower curtain, (gasps) tracing back and forth from outside. Oh my God, that's my nightmare. I tell my mom to knock it off and she opens the bathroom door from outside, wondering what I'm talking about and who I'm talking to. Oh my God, I would leave right then. She insists that she was trying on clothes and not in the bathroom. She's a bad liar and she says this was such earnest that I have to believe her. I don't know what was tracing the curtain. Now I've moved to a historic house in central Texas. It's like 91 years old and when we moved here... There was a chicken bone hanging from a string in the window in the kitchen. It's and not a good sign. No. And notes in pencil on the trim in one of the closets saying, I hate it here. No. <laughs> yeah. Should have moved then. <laughs> one day I was doing this guided meditation to find your spirit guide thing, kind of out of curiosity, also because the voice was soothing. And I was hoping it would just go to, and I was hoping I would just go to sleep, not really believing in it. So I'm listening to the voice telling me to picture certain things and I'm doing it. And as I'm going through, I start to feel as if someone has just physically pulled a veil or bag over my face. What? It's hard to breathe. The voice leading the meditation tells me I'm going to be greeted by my spirit guide. So I kind of wait, listening, suddenly alert. Then slowly, through the foggy gossamer I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I see all of these black bug eyes like a spider's eye. I hear a voice that's not the woman leading the the meditation. It's genderless. And it's trying to be soothing. It whispers something like, hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay. But it felt wrong, really wrong, bad, bad vibes, and I'm freaking out. I open my eyes and shut off the meditation. I'm so thoroughly horrified, I'm afraid to even talk about it with anyone. I just keep thinking of the phrase, trapdoor spider. I try to forget it and tell myself I was just imagining it. After a few days, I finally tell my roommate, whose bed is right next to mine. As I'm telling her this, she gets impossibly still and quiet, and I ask her what's wrong. She looked so upset. She tells me someone tricked her and confesses something horrible that happened because she trusted someone else who was trying to be disarming. She thinks that whatever came to me was actually after her, and I knew what was going to happen before it did. I just didn't know it. So finally, the test in episode five, when I was opening all of the windows in each room in the childhood home with the briefcase man, I kept feeling slash half seeing people on the edge of my periphery. They were wide-eyed and open, and I could tell they really, really wanted or needed to talk with me. Mm. They would slowly follow me from room to room, 
crowding in the corners, and I kept getting more and more anxious. They didn't feel evil, but they really wanted to talk. When we had to shut all of the windows, I was afraid to move, but quickly pushed myself to go around and close them all. I had to get out of the house. I just need ghosts to stop talking to me, okay? Thanks. I don't know if I'm being spiritually gifted or just have an active imagination, but either way, haunted. This email was long, but I tried to be brief in telling y'all all of my stories. I just have a lot of weird stuff happen to me. Thanks so much for reading and for making this the perfect podcast to clean, cook, drive, and be spooked to. Also, your theme song is amazing. Shout out, Steven. Y'all are awesome. Have a fantastic day, Jess. Jess, why do you live in that place that has a pencil <laughs> marking that says I hate it here? I mean, I get it because buying a house is not easy. We've talked about this before on the show. Like, would you buy a house if there was a discount because it was haunted as shit? Maybe. And then just get it blessed or something? Yeah. I have a question um, to Jess. Jess, if you, like, try to, like, pray or something like that, does do all of these things go away? That's a good question. I would be interested in knowing that as well. Yeah. Like, or, because I, I don't know, because that kind of shit doesn't happen to me, because I would fucking freak. I couldn't live on this earth if it did. So. Yeah. I That's the thing about some of these emails that you guys send us, and Jess, yours is included in this category. Like, I would love to see a ghost I never have. But at the same time, if this is what you guys have to deal with, yeah, I don't think I would mentally strong enough to handle it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. It's I, crazy. It's, I get scared just hearing it. Also, like, I don't even know where to start or stop <laughs> on this email because there's so much stuff to talk about. But I think like the one about her being on her elbows as like a 13 yeah. year old or whatever. And she's like just nodding to this and guy in like, her doorway. Go, to, go back. That is really creepy to me. But I get it. Like, uh, what are you going to do? Freak out and follow the guy? No, of no. course not. You, you close you your should... eyes and pretend that nothing's <laughs> happening, and then you hope you don't die. And go to sleep. <gasps> Great email. This one comes to us from Jennifer Richardson. Hi, guys. My name is Jen. I'm 16, and I'm from a tiny village in the UK. I've always had a fascination with the supernatural from a young age, especially all things witchy and alieny. Is that a word? Yes. It is now. So when I found this podcast, I was so excited. It's my new favorite, and I won't shut up about it to everyone I know. Anyways, this might be a bit long, so let's get on with it. My entire family on my dad's side are massive believers, and I have quite a lot of personal and family members' stories, but I'm going to narrow it down to just a few. The first story comes from when I was around three. I was playing in my living room, and I came into the kitchen, and I asked my mom, who's that man and lady? She then asked, what man and lady? To which I replied, the man and lady outside. She told me to show her, and I took her to the window at the bottom of our stairs. She asked me where they were again, and I kept pointing to the gate going out onto the pathway past my house. She then asked me to describe them to her. I described a man with a tall hat on and a woman with a big dress. My mom then asked me if they were happy or sad, and I replied with, I think they're happy because they're smiling, but they look like puppets. At that point, my mom took me away from the window, and we went and played in the other room. I never saw it or mentioned it again. The next story comes from my gran, who was at the pub and needed the toilet, so she went off to go look for it. On the way, she met an old lady holding a bunch of keys who looked like she worked there. 
So she asked her where they were. The old lady pointed, and my grand thanked her and went on her way. After she came back from there, she went up and talked to the barman and started to talk about an old woman to him. The man was visibly confused and asked my grand to describe the old woman. She did, and he then told her that no one with that description worked there. However, it was a perfect description of his late mother. Whoa. She then told him that his mom was okay and returned to her table and carried on with her night. The last story comes from my dad, who just moved into a new flat that was a big Victorian house at one point. One night, my dad woke up with a jolt and looked at the bottom of his bed. Standing there was an old man with towels in his hand. He began to fold the towels and place them at the bottom of the bed, then looked up at my dad and smiled and went back to folding the towels. My dad did not feel threatened by the man, but was still so freaked out so he went sh- that he eventually just went back to sleep and that he would hear weird noises that sounded like someone was in the other room, but he never saw the man again. Thank you for taking the time to read these. I hope you enjoyed them. Sorry it was so long. I have lots more, but maybe I'll send another email for the next listener stories. Sending lots of good vibes here from the UK, Jen Richardson. Jen. Wow. I don't, what? Your family are mediums? I just, okay, you know what this is reminding me of? So all of these people are talking about sleep paralysis or they wake up and they see something at the foot of their bed, right? I actually had a sleep paralysis thing happen to me recently that I keep forgetting to tell you about. So I, this wasn't even that long ago, maybe last month, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like having a nightmare And I don't know exactly what the nightmare was about. I don't really remember. But I just remember like I was it was almost like I was being tased over and over again by like some demon thing. And it was like smiling really big. And I couldn't see anything except for this really big smile. And then I woke up and I it was kind of like sleep paralysis where you're like half awake, half asleep. And you're like, is this really happening? Is it not? And I looked in the corner of my room and I didn't see anything there except for a floating eye. What? It was a floating outline of an eye, like not not a 3D eye, like a drawing right. of an eye. Like a neon sign. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. And I was looking at it and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, man, I need to go back to sleep. And so I like closed my eyes and I just I was like, please don't put me back in that nightmare. Please don't put me back in that nightmare. And then I fell asleep and I don't remember anything else. Sounds like the sleep paralysis episode worked. Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to the sleep paralysis episode yet, no time to explain. Go do it. Um, Jen, I really don't like that part about you seeing people who look like puppets in your backyard. No, that is that is terrifying. But I identify with your mom who was just like, okay, we're done playing like by the window now. I just <laughs> never spoke of it again. Also, so we've had someone write in so far about a paper mache person and now about puppet people. And mm. both of those things make me think of Coraline, which right. is a very haunted movie. Agree. So this email comes from Hannah R. It's called Maybe I'm Crazy. Hi, Nat and Allie. I'm Hannah from Florida, and I love your podcast so much. The content is what I need in my life. I'm a bitch about most scary shit, but the delivery and storytelling you guys put into each episode make my nightmares worth it. Thank you. Mm. Anyways, I do have a small spooky story that actually happened recently that I hope you guys enjoy. My job is cleaning office buildings, so usually the building is empty, and it's just me and my two co-workers in the building. It's not unusual for me to be on the floor by myself. While I was cleaning, I felt a very familiar presence reach its hands towards me, but not in a malicious way. 
I could feel it had no bad intention but to let me know that it was near me. I turned around scared that someone who worked in the office was with me, but I knew that there was no one on that floor with me. I brushed it off and tried not to think about it anymore. When I got home that night, my mother told me a very close family friend had passed away, and maybe I'm crazy, but I'm convinced it's my friend's spirit saying goodbye to me. I know this isn't as spooky as a haunted Ouija board, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's what it was, you know? I also just want to say... you're someone who never yeah. has those experiences, and then all of a sudden you have that experience, and then... It also happens to be a time when a close friend passed that you didn't even know about. Like, too many coincidences. Yeah, and I also think this is a good example of a positive haunting. We've had a lot of negative, spooky as shit fucking hauntings this listener story yes. episode. Thank you, Hannah, for breaking it up with some positivity. Yeah, I think that some of the stories we've read on these listener stories stories episodes seem like it's just a loved one saying goodbye and I mm -hmm. think that that I've said this before I'll say it again as someone very afraid of death that gives me a lot of comfort that mm -hmm. this isn't like the final chapter that our souls live on in some capacity after death yeah I mean I I've heard someone say before that it's more scary to think that there's nothing that happens after death like absolutely the fact that there's like ghost stories and stuff is good because the opposite of just it being completely over is like too much to wrap my head around <laughs> no no i would go crazy all right this one comes to us from shannon the subject line says unable to sense the paranormal sad face <laughs> same girl same hey queens apologies in advance this might get rambly i'm currently listening to the listener stories number four and it's making me feel kind of jealous kind of not same for as long as I can remember, I've been interested in the paranormal, but unable to sense it or recognize when I'm sensing it. I once asked my mom if she's ever seen a ghost or experienced anything like that. She said that she has, but she intentionally blocks it out and doesn't allow herself to sense things like that. She said that she doesn't want to open herself up to bad influences, which is totally understandable. Anyway, listening to all these stories from other people has made me wonder why I've never experienced anything paranormal. I've even had a session with a medium slash psychic where I was told that I had a dark cloud-like blockage around my head. She waved her hand around my head to clear it and it felt like the beginning of an acid trip. She then relayed some things to me from my father. I've also read that going through trauma can affect one's ability to perceive the paranormal oh. and I wondered if that is why I can't sense things. I had a rough childhood as many people have. My father committed suicide when I was three, and my mother remarried an abusive man. I grew up being bullied at home and school. I'm absolutely not trying to get sympathy. I'm just setting the background. The only paranormal experience I can remember was about a month before my father died. My family was visiting our friend's house and swimming in their pool. The adults went inside, but I stayed outside and got in the pool by myself. The water was too deep, and I couldn't stay above it. I remember struggling and thinking that I couldn't get out. Then a lady bathed in light, smiling at me from the Whoa. above the water, reached her hand down to me and pulled me out. That's all I remember. My mom told me when I was older that when it happened, I had told them that and that the woman was my nana, my father's mother, who died a year before I was born. Spooky. Anyway, thank you, as always, for making such a top tier podcast for us all to enjoy. Love y'all. Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Yeah, as Alyssa and I have and I have both said on this podcast several times, yeah, we don't have 
any experiences ourselves aside from, you know, the few times where maybe something happened, but nothing clear like that, you know? Right. I don't know what that blockage around your head would be. Maybe it's there to protect you, you know? Maybe someone else put it. Yeah, like if you do have trauma or, you know, things happening around you that are opening up like negative uh, portals or whatever, maybe... Maybe that blockage is there to protect you. I yeah, don't know. I think when things are out of your control, and you know, maybe it's just best to accept them and to just think this is happening for a reason. This blockage is here for a reason. I mean, at least that's how I deal with stuff. If it's something that I can't change, then why waste my energy on it? And that took me a very long time to like be comfortable with. So now that I'm like am hearing your story Shannon and then I'm thinking about all the other stories that we've read today some of which are very crazy I'm thinking you know maybe I think I wouldn't be mentally strong enough to handle it but maybe when it happens to you it's like what are your what is your choice but to just roll with it yeah thank you Shannon do you want to read one more episode each sure okay my last story comes or episode do you want to read one last story each sure all right, my last story comes from. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Ask me another. I question. was gonna edit that part out where I said episode, but now we've just laughed. So guess what, guys? You're gonna hear it. Okay. So my last story comes from Kelly's Got Guts. Hey, I love Does that. She? We'll find out. We'll find out. And the subject line is not your average haunting. Hi, my name is Kelly, and I am a huge fan of this podcast. My entire life is haunted, to be honest, but I'm going to focus on the craziest experience I've ever had. And I've never heard of something like this happening before until it happened to me. Girl, you just set the stage. My expectations are very high. We have read some crazy shit, Kelly. Let's yeah, see if deliver. yours lives up. So I would consider myself an empath slash intuitive, but I've never had such a physical experience before. So I had been in the hospital for about two months because of a medical condition, just to give some background. All is going well, and I'm just sitting in my hospital room, about 10 a.m., working on school, when all of a sudden this wave of shock comes over me. I basically lay down flat on my back, my whole body stiffened, and I couldn't move or breathe, and I felt the worst fear I have ever felt. It stayed like that for almost a minute, then I relaxed and I gasped for air. About one to two minutes later, a code blue alarm, cardiac arrest, goes off for the room next to me. I don't really know how to explain it, but I think that somehow I physically felt someone else go into cardiac arrest (gasps) minutes before I could have even possibly known what was going on. It's one of the most scary things that's ever happened to me, and I still can't figure it out. If you have any ideas, I would love to know theories. Hope this story was kind of interesting to y'all. I know it's a little different than the average haunting. Kelly. Um, okay, do you want to hear my least sensitive and most fucked up idea of what it's going to be? It passed over her and moved on to someone yeah. else. I That was my Ooh, first thought, gives too. gives me chills. Also, Kelly, I just want to say, as someone who has heart problems and various health issues, that is, like, literally, you've just described my greatest fear. The only thing more terrifying, like, the most terrifying thing for me would be having a heart attack because I am at a higher risk than most people because of my medical problems. So that to me is like my biggest fear ever. Now, my second greatest fear would be to feel the feeling of a heart attack. That I, either of those, I can't, like, I am very, like, 
antsy okay, right now and uncomfortable. What if it was? What if it was a ghost that was like in the form of a heart attack? No, I, that like came mm-mm. and manifested in your body. No. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's, it sounds like to me that she had some sort of presence come over her. Maybe it was the Grim Reaper. You know, we had that. It was like, it's not your time. Yeah. Remember that paramedic that wrote into us that said that, like, he feel he's been in the, the ambulance while people have right. passed. And he yeah. said that a lot of the times they seem to be talking to, to a someone. presence before they pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How could I forget? I don't know. Kelly, you you set the tone and guess what? You lived you up to it. You delivered it. it. That yeah. actually is maybe just because that's one of my greatest fears, but I'm like, holy shit, that is really fucking scary. I'm glad you lived to tell the tale, especially yeah. two months in a hospital. That shit is not easy. Go you for getting better. That yeah. is nuts. Whatever it was came in there looking for a soul and yours was either too strong or too haunted. So just, whatever you're yeah. doing, keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't your time. All right. This one comes to us from Mary O'Hara. Hi, Allie and Nat. I have a few haunted stories, but I'm only going to share two. My sister's deaf and states that she's sensitive to the paranormal due to her hearing loss. Oh, interesting. She believes that this is a generational gift and thinks that I am too, and I'm going to share it with you. Why? I don't really remember this well, but as a child, I had night terrors, and I do remember that. One particular night, I had an exceptionally bad night terror. I was screaming so loudly my sister could hear me, and my mother ran across the house to get to me. However, they couldn't come into my room but could see me. My sister and mom both said that they saw a shadow come across the room from me. Then I woke up, and after I woke up, they could come into my room. Growing up, my bedroom always had a creepy feeling to it. We could never put our finger on why. My sister had my room at one point, but couldn't sleep, so she took the smaller room. Even my friends growing up couldn't explain it. Once I moved out for college, I didn't have night terrors anymore. My second story is the apartment that I lived in during graduate school. My best friend and I lived at the top floor of a house. We had encounters with a ghost the entire time we lived there cupboards would slam i would hear footsteps go up and down the stairs i lived in the attic and my best friend lived in the bedroom on the second floor so the footsteps were going up to my room one night in particular i was trying to sleep i sometimes saw a figure at the entrance to my room and there would be cold spots above my bed but something grabbed at my toes i jumped out of bed and looked for a mouse or a spider So until my lease was up, I kept the hallway light on just in case. Sometimes I think I'm haunted. (laughs) Ha ha. I love your show, guys. Mary. Thank you, Mary. I like how she like says the scary shit and then is just so casual. She's like, LOL. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm haunted. Um, Yeah. It's interesting what you said about your sister being deaf. So she's sensitive to the paranormal. I've heard that before. You have? Yeah. Like people who are blind, they um, have like different physical senses that they rely on more so like if you're blind they say like your hearing is better or like your sense of smell is better or whatever so why wouldn't your sixth sense be stronger you know yeah i mean definitely food for thought i've never heard that before but i mean i believe it yeah yeah i you're right it makes sense why wouldn't it make sense yeah that's crazy (sighs) you guys this, this was a heavy this was a heavy listener story episode and if we didn't get to your listener story that you know just keep waiting we'll get to it eventually 
Um, yeah. We have <laughs> about I let me let me look real quick. In case you guys were wondering, because sometimes people say, Hey, did you get my email? You haven't read it yet. We have 257 unread emails in the let's get haunted pod at gmail.com account. The majority of those are listener stories. We read these off every 10 episodes. And if you're thinking, oh, shit, they're not going to get to mine for like a year. I'm not going to send it. That's please true. send it. First of all, that's <laughs> true. But please send it anyway, because we d- I don't want to run out of listener stories ever. I want to keep yeah. doing this podcast. You never know, too. Like, circumstances could change, right? Like, what if we get a producer and then we start doing listener stories? Every five episodes. Yeah, every day. What if oh, we shit. create a new podcast of just listener stories that we sell right. and make a billion dollars off of? <laughs> what if we both lose our jobs <laughs> and then we have infinite free time and we start putting out two episodes a week? One yeah. listener story, one regular episode. Look, the options are endless. Yeah. So definitely send in your listener stories. We love to read them. Which one is going to stay with you, Natalia? Do you think which one from this episode is going to stay with you? Jillian's. Jillian's. Jillian will stay with me because she's like not understanding like how fucked up all those (laughs) things that happened to her are. And then also this one about the cardiac arrest, like washing over someone and going to the next person. That is so scary. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that she sensed a presence. Like maybe it was the Grim Reaper because she says she felt like her just get stiffened and she was fearful. Right. It wasn't even like she felt like she was having a heart attack. It was like she felt just like an impending sense of doom and dread. And have you ever heard that apparently uh, doctors and nurses say that if somebody comes into the ER and tells you that they're going to die, that you you should believe them? Because apparently there's all this science that says that if you feel like you're going to die, you probably are. Like... And not just like feeling like you're going to die because I have generalized anxiety disorder. I know a lot of people listening to this podcast also have that. Like, I get it. We always feel like we're dying. But if you actually feel that you're dying to the point where you say it out loud Mm -hmm. to a doctor, Mm -hmm. because most of us are polite and we're not going to say some weird fucking creepy shit to someone. So if you actually end up saying it, apparently like that's when the doctors and nurses know like this person is probably dying. And that actually happened to one of my friends. I'm not going to say her name because I don't have her permission to share this story but she some, died no something happened to her where she went into an er and she said to the treating physician i'm i'm dying and it turns out she was and but they helped her she had something that she needed like they had to do emergency surgery right but so i 100 percent believe it because and i've heard that time and time again from different nurses i know different doctors i know like if somebody tells you that they are dying and they're in an er you have to believe them because they probably are I would just want to say what's going to stick with me forever from this episode are the puppet people and the fucking paper mache oh, bitch. Paper that mache shit lady. is fucked. Yeah. If I saw two people that looked like puppets and they were smiling and wearing big dresses, again, fight See, or flight or die, I, just, I die. It's funny that you said fight or flight because I was about to say I just went into my flight or fight and I fight. Like for some reason, I just like my hands got into fists. Like you're ready to punch this puppet bitch yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm pregnant right now. So I have that like mother strength. Where yeah. You can, like, that lift adrenaline. Car off of like a baby or something. Hell yeah. But like, yeah, like any ghosts that come near me are going to get fucking knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I don't play. Guys. Any paper mache bitch that comes near me, I'm pouring water on her and she is going down. Yeah. Are we going to keep in that part about the guy that, um, <laughs> that, 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 
was disguising himself as an alien? Uh, probably not. I will probably edit that out. So if you guys are listening to this and you're confused, it means I had to edit out something that was too spicy for the show. Okay. Yeah, that's going to stick with me too. Yeah. that. I mean, I would rather that not stick with me. Actually, I would rather think about the paper mache lady. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's like th- whenever there's a thing about ghosts, it's like there's a chance yeah. that like it's not you're never going to have to deal with that. Right. But someone that did that to 79 people before he was caught by the FBI. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Also, FBI, do your job. Yeah. Don't you have wiretaps on all of us? Stop wasting your time what on... If- regular well, people like us now you can't take it out because we're talking about it too much no but it's you know. it's okay i'll bleep out the whole thing and then i'll keep in the part that says <laughs> man dresses up as an alien oh okay yeah yeah i was gonna say like maybe the fbi really thought that there was an alien like probing oh. people and so they were watching like what's going on oh shit brb gotta go take off all of my clothes stand <laughs> at the foot of my friend's bed and tell her to go back to sleep. BRB, gotta go find an old antique man with a mop and <laughs> get my chips from the vending machine. Bye. Bye.